Joined by. Ian. Oh, fuck. Ah, beat you. And Ian. Ian, Ian was there. Ian, say hello to everybody. Ian Loring, it's, it's been a while. It's, it's, been, it's been a little been bit like, rusty. It's been like three weeks, I think, since we recorded a, a show. A real show. A real show. We did the Playing Forward, Oscarbation, and bits like that. And, and so, yeah, it has been a while. And it's a comic book movie. So, we are joined by our comic book master. Hello, Noel Miller. Hello, hi. Uh, yeah, it's Captain Captain Marvel uh, that we'll be discussing this week. Uh, I prefer to go by Noel Meller, but if you do want to address me that way, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're also going to chat some uh, Serenity that was uh, came out and was on uh, Sky Cinema uh, a few weeks ago. So uh, seems like ages ago. It does seem like a while ago, but it wasn't that long ago. Uh, we've also got some what we're watching. We'll have some trailers, some tangents, uh, questions, and bits like that. But uh, first of all. Ian, has there been anything in the news that we should discuss? Fuck, I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, I feel like there must be something. Any thoughts um, on the I am. I... Sorry. You, yeah, we literally we haven't recorded since the Oscars, have we? No, and Ian wasn't there. Oh, yeah. Well. yeah. No. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. After. Fucking. Oh, it feels like it was a long time ago, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Mm. I mean, what the fuck? Oh yeah, Green Book one, didn't it? <laughs> I mean, like, th- you know, that's fine. That's fine. I think Richard E. Grant was a little bit robbed. Just you know, but Olivia Coleman getting Best Actress was quite fun. I mean, Glenn Close was decent in The Wife, but I liked the fact that Academy voters didn't vote for The Wife when they obviously hadn't seen it. That was it, nice. It was, it was interesting that. that- um, the the Academy Awards seemed to it was, even Mahershala Ali seemed to be feel a little bit like yeah. you know I like this and, I, and, I, and I'm very thrilled to get it and I'm, I'm very humbled to get it but you know you could have given it to one of these guys I like I got this last year it was, I think I fairly certain it was quite recent that I bought I got one of these yeah. I mean f- f- Wait, is that his second is that his second or what did he get one for last time Moonlight. Oh shit! Of course, right? Yeah, it, it was almost like he's gone. Ah, 
it, 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 it's in the perfect place at the moment in my office. And two of them is just going to look wrong. So could somebody else? Does somebody else want this? Somebody else? I have got one yet. Yeah. I mean, the, oh, the, right. The, shit. The the thing is, it kind of feels like now that he'll be good for like thirty years, and then he'll play older <sighs> character in his sixties or seventies and win his third and final one. Yeah, he'll it, it, be the best actor. Actor. Yeah. Before. Yeah. Rather than supporting. Yeah. But I mean, I'd, I mean, I, that's that's assuming he doesn't come back for uh, he isn't back for Battle Angel too. Because <laughs> that's got to be him in the show. Or it, 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 if if we're getting a Bohemian Rhapsody sequel, he could come back for a sequel to Green Book. I'd rather watch the sequel to Green Book than the sequel to Bohemian Rhapsody. I think all of us would rather watch that. Yeah. yeah. I I really I'd rather I'd rather make the sequel to to yeah. Green Book than see Bohemian Rhapsody too. I, I really mm. hope they make Bohemian Rhapsody too. I really really hope they make Bohemian Rhapsody too. And it, it literally makes no mention of Freddie at all. Literally, the opening is just them looking at that statue and then turning around and going. So what now, what? guys? Oh <laughs> Christ! Is that what they're actually? Because I know, like, no, 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 no. But no. the thing is, the thing is, the thing is. I, I think what they're going to do is, I, I said it on Twitter, I'll say it here as well, they will call it The Show Must Go On, I guarantee it. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, they'll call it that. And it, to be honest, there is an interesting story there about the end of Freddie's life and them going recording in, was it Switzerland and all that type of thing? And it, There is an interesting story there, but I would not fucking put it past them to just make the Queen movie about the search for the next Freddy. Yeah, I could just be. imagine them doing some shit like that. Because they are so, they are that out of touch arrogant. and clueless and arrogant. You'll yeah. have, you'll have yeah. Rami Malek as a force ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they make it about the period after he died, who the fuck wants to see that? Uh, Roger Taylor and Brian May want to see that. I, yeah. oh God, I fucking pray that Remy Malik just ghosts Roger Taylor and Brian May now. Like, he's got his Oscar. He knows that film wasn't great and some fucking how he's got an Oscar. And now he just ghosts everybody to fucking do with it. It's the. It's a little bit like the Eddie Rayban one in the fact that he's got it, but even he must admit that he didn't deserve it. Mm. Um, but anyway, we, 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 we've done enough Oscar chat. We had three and a half hours of it. <laughs> yeah, I think we've all just the death for Just to mention, yeah. just to say on that, on the final thing on that though is, you know, if uh, Remy Malek says that he's not interested in doing it, if Dexter Fletcher says that he's not interested in doing it, if Twentieth Century Fox say that they're not interested in doing it, it will still happen. Yeah. We will take this film, and they will cast. TV actors and do whatever the fuck they want that that they will 100% if no matter what I know this is just a rumour at the moment no matter what this film is happening it doesn't matter who is behind it it will get made because Queen will will it into it or should yeah. I say the band formerly known as Queen will will it into into, into, into reality because well, they are it? that much of a pair a bunch of twats mm. pair well, of twats really, they wanted um and Rhapsody they wanted him to die halfway through didn't they it's basically shit people don't like us as much now Freddie's dead how can we publicise ourselves and that we're still going yeah yeah, yeah. 
fuck off. Um, trailers. What has, what has everyone been watching? Um, I just commented on Twitter about an hour ago and in the WhatsApp that I watched the trailers for Book Smart, the directorial debut of Olivia Wilde. Um, Olivia Cockburn. Sorry? Olivia Cockburn. Okay, steady on. That's her real name. Oh, all right. Is it really? It really is, genuinely. Oh, shit. Yes. Okay, fair enough. I thought <laughs> yeah. that was some fucking her, weird insinuation. Nope. Her, her, her response um, to why she changed her name to Olivia Wilde was, would you want to look like me and have the surname that's Cockburn? Yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. But, so I had to get in that, that there because I just love that response that she gave in if you want. No, absolutely. Um, and, uh, I mean, I... It's not as good as Peter Crouch being asked, "What would you be if you were a foot if you weren't a footballer, a virgin?" A virgin, like that. that that's just even though I, yeah, like that's just that's fucking amazing. Um, but yeah, and so Booksmart and Good Boys, um, which both have the same three-year-old DJ Shadow song in them. And they both dropped within about a half hour of each other. And I'm kind of wondering if literally the same guy edited them and forgot that he put the same song in both of them. But, but, weirdly, uh, the I've got my, the, the YouTube channel that I use for uh, trailers open at the moment, and both of them have uh, a picture as a little thumbnail of a screaming child on them as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's it's weird. It's like, so book smart. it's like two girls who have, like, straight A students last night of, like, school, and they decide to get fucked up. And then Good Boys, which is young kids behaving badly. And it, I don't know, it's a bit like, okay, thematically similar... Same song choice in the trailer. I wouldn't be. I know Seth Rogen had involvement in Good Boys. I wouldn't be surprised if he's got involvement in fucking Book Smart as well. And it, I, I, I don't know. It just seems like have we actually gotten to the, the, the this kind of laziness in this comedy? I mean, shit, man. I, I didn't like the trailer for Long Shot. We talked about that in the last show. I didn't like the trailer for that, but at least it had some fucking Bowie in it. You know. I, I, <laughs> So yeah, I, uh, I mean they look all right, you know. I mean, like I'm actually I'm into the look of Booksmart more than I am Good Boys. Good Boys yeah. looks entirely like it is built around finding young kids swearing funny, and yeah, nothing it, 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 else. It literally is built absolutely around that. Whereas Booksmart looks like it might actually have a few actual jokes in it rather yeah. than just kids say fuck. Do you find laughing at little kids swearing does seem very much on a Seth Rogen kind of level, doesn't it? It, it, it does, yeah. He, he's he's not doing well for, from taking away from this fact that he's said, I need to move away from just being the chubby stoner guy now. Yeah. So instead, I'm going to produce films that are essentially the films I would have been in 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's I. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but I mean, I like I say, I, I wasn't into the look of fucking long shot either. So, I really like Seth Rogen. I'm got. I just. I don't feel like 2019 is going to be my my year for him. Quite frankly. Um. Oh, the the the, the, the 
almost TV clip esque thing for the new director video Doom film. Really? Doom, Doom Annihilation. Nice. Which that, 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 of course is Doom art. Like, what a perfect name for a VOD in it now. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, that is... <laughs> just, just guys. I mean, seriously, it's thirty seconds long. Just find it on YouTube or something now and watch it. I am it. currently watching it. Yeah, Literally, yeah. looks like it costs fifty quid. It's amazing. <laughs> Content. Like the the budget the budget for this looks so low that if they're gonna if they're gonna have a first person sequence like they did in the original, it will probably be pulled from someone's live stream from playing Doom. It'll probably be pulled from my live stream from playing Doom. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it looks like a lot of it is taking place in one place as well. That looks. Like a tenth of the budget of an episode of Star of Star Trek currently. Yeah, crazy. I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's a bit like why bother? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that 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 is it. It's literally yeah. there's a new Doom game coming out probably this year, and I imagine they're timing it to that. And it's just like, I'm sorry, I'll take that hour and twenty minutes and just play the new Doom game. Thank you very much. Like, I, well, I, I mean to be. Uh, to be fair, I mean, if that, that you've probably you know, that's probably your answer there. I mean, if if they can, uh, you know, knowing what video games are worth in comparison to movies, a lot of the time, certainly movies at, at this particular level, th- the film becomes a piece of content marketing for the game. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what it is. You know, so if they've what I don't know what the budget would be, let's find out. Do. Annihilation budget. And uh, by the way, Mark, have you not yet played Doom? No. Uh, you, t- but Becky, I mean, shit, you'd fucking love it. Like, you both need to just play Doom. Do you know what's weird? I keep seeing it for some reason in Sainsbury's up at the PS4 for nine ninety nine, and thinking, I should probably get that. <laughs> you will fuck. You will get a tenner's worth out of that in a half hour. So I, 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 I will, I will. That will be going up on the YouTube channel at some point in the next week or so. Fucking hell, man! That game is so much fun. Like, I can't wait for the fucking. See, it's the only. I think it's the only game I've completed in about the last three years. <laughs> it looks confusing. I seem to remember it was being it being, being quite confusing. What Doom? How's Doom confusing? I don't know. It all seems very hectic. Right? That's yeah, it is. That's the best thing about it. You fucking. Right, you you bloody punch this bloody... Like, you go into a room, you punch this big pulsating blood nest thingy, and then all these fucking demons come around, and then you just shoot them up until they start flashing, then you press R3, and then you just, like, punch their heads off or fucking shove fucking shotguns up their faces and blow their faces off. Or chainsaw them fucking halfway through. It while this fucking like metal music's playing in the background. <laughs> I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. It's on Xbox Game Pass. I might start downloading it now and just fucking start streaming it once we're done tonight. <laughs> I'm actually gonna see how much it is on the PSN store right now. <laughs> oh, it'll probably be expensive because the PSN store can fucking 
Right. Clear fence story is insane. How, how expensive things are. I've got Tomb Raider 2 for like eight quid. Uh, it, when, when stuff's on sale there, it's fine. But when it's not, it's fucking ludicrous. Doom PSN game, uh, 8.99. What, the actual, not Doom VFR or anything like that? No, like it'll be Doom. that PSN game, I think, guys. Hang on. I need yeah, to make sure Doom. you don't, like, download some fucking... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the wrong one is what you're saying. Because you I've, I've got Doom PSN game 20 quid. Oh, hello. No, eight ninety nine. It's on sale. You need to buy it now. I will get that. Yeah. It's ordered. I'm not seeing anything on budget for... Uh, it's not listed on Box Office Mojo. I'm not seeing anything elsewhere on it but i, I mean no, I, you know I, I, it's because literally we are the only people who know it <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean you know if they if they spend what five mil on something like this it's not uh, worth it advert essentially exactly between five and ten million as a piece of content marketing for the for the for the for the video game that's probably money well spent yeah, yeah. so yeah well, i mean look at it we just Ian's gonna replay Doom tonight. We're gonna. We've just bought mm. it. Yes, it's a rem- yeah, exactly. It's, exactly. It's a reminder for people. Do you remember that yeah. game? You're like, oh shit, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll buy the old one and the new one. Yeah, well, you could just watch the one with Dwayne the Rock Johnson in it. Yeah, which they will probably people will probably do that as well. <laughs> do you know what? And then podcast about it. That film is not the worst. It's not. It's weird seeing him with hair, though. It is. It freaks me out. It is weird seeing him with hair. Um, Dark Phoenix. Did we chat about this? I feel like we might have done. We did. Did we not? No. Oh. Did we, we might have done on... Uh, yeah, we did on playing, playing It Forward. Bex, what, what's what, your thing? Becky's having any thoughts. I'll, I'll watch it. I like the X-Men movies, and I'm, I'm happy enough with, with that. I'm not a big Jean Grey fan, but, you know... I'm a bit like that. I'm, a, I'm basically just like, it looks all right. Show it me. Don't show it me. It's fine. Uh, yeah. You know, so I'll stick it on. I'll watch it. <laughs> like, you yeah. Know. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I'm not like Infinity War Endgame anticipating of it. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll definitely, definitely watch it. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, only one other trailer I saw was the trailer, the full trailer for Brightburn. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, James Gunn produced thingy. I'm not sure who directs it. Um, you know, what if Superman was bad? Basically, yeah. Uh, it looks really, it looks really good. It looks like it'll be highly entertaining, and doesn't look like they've spent a ton on it. I can imagine that they've probably not spent too much on it, and they will make an awful lot back on it. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, I think it's about eight million the budget. I think. Yeah, is it Blum? Is it a Blumhouse thing? No. No, it's not. No, um, no, I'm, I'm into it. I'm well into it. It looks like they've. There's a lot more in this trailer than there was in the last trailer. There, there is, frankly, you know, it's very clearly what if Superman dot dot dot, and they are not hiding that in the trailer. I mean, there are a million comic. There are a million comics out there that have done it, um, and obviously haven't got into trouble. Um, but they are putting this on the screen now, and obviously you would expect that that comes with uh, some potential litigation, but it, it, I don't know, maybe the tropes of Superman are just so common now that it kind of just doesn't matter anymore. Uh, but I'm into it. 
what's good. It's an intriguing concept, isn't it? Mm. Like well, it's been, they've very easily gone the other way. Superman. Yeah, they've done they've done a couple of different versions in the comics where there's obviously Red Sun is the most famous one where what if Superman had landed in Soviet Russia as opposed to landing in um, Smallville? Oh, uh, there's, a, there's a couple of other ones as well where it's just you know what if I can't remember the name of the, the there's a story where Superman was found by a different family like the uh, and obviously how would that have affected his choices if he wasn't raised by the Kents? Yeah. Um, so it is, it is a really interesting idea. That the, and that seems to be exactly what they're doing here. He's raised by a it's not. They're not saying that this is a you know an inherently inherently alien uh, evil alien. What they're saying is the town does this to him. Well, that's what seems to come across in the trailer anyway. So could be yeah, it could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's more interesting on the second trailer than it than it was. Hmm. And it'll be interesting to see how it resolves itself as well, whether it's a case of, you know, uh, uh, does does he die? Is there, is this, are they setting something up here for more films if this is successful? Or is it a redemption story? Like, what's what's going on? So I'll, I'll be interested to see how it plays out. Yeah. Anything else for anybody, trailers-wise? No, I think I'm spent. <laughs> no, I think the only the one I saw is the uh, new theatrical trailer for uh, Shazam. Um, oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very up for this. I, I laughed an awful lot at the um, Joker trying to leap the building that was and smashing straight through it. I got the giggles in the cinema. You did get the giggles in the cinema for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm up for it as like a palate cleanser from the what is going to be a lot of other very intense superhero movies yeah. this year, and. Um, I know somebody who knows somebody who's seen it as well. Um, and they were very positive about it and said that um, lead actor in particular holds it together very nicely and the, the tone of it is, is is exactly what you're expecting and it works quite well. Ah, that's, that, that's good to know. Cause it, 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 it does seem like it's going for a very certain tone thing. Uh, the other one, I, I, I find myself every, like at least sort of once a week at the moment watching the Detective Pikachu trailer and going <laughs> I really can't wait for this movie for, for some reason I don't know why but it's just it, it's jumped the list to be like one of my most anticipated movies of the year I think we all know the reason Mark <laughs> you do know he doesn't actually appear in it it's just his voice but we it all know it doesn't matter it's still like nectar <laughs> no you've lost me Rai Rai Oh, he's right. In the, he's in it for the Rai Rai. Yeah, all right, sorry, of course. Uh, right, shall we move on to the, the, the main event, as they would say? Um, oh, sorry, our dog's just needing to use the bathroom. Um, so. I, I'm, I'm just going to... I just want a slightly tangent while Mike's, Mark, Mike, Mark's getting his thoughts together. Um, if anyone's interested in playing Anthem but hasn't played Anthem, don't play Anthem. Okay, I'm done. What's Anthem? It's uh, EA's new one that they want to be like Destiny. Do you know Destiny? Uh, I'm aware of it from talking to you about it. Yeah. It's EA's I, did, I did an advert for Destiny. That's as much as I know about it. You did an <laughs> advert for Destiny? Yeah, I edited together an advert from from cutscenes for Destiny about well, whenever that film came out, 
for the, the agency I worked with. <laughs> oh, yeah, randomly. Oh, bloody hell, fair <laughs> enough. Um, it, just for the internet, not for the TVs, just for the internet. It's about all I know about that film. Because I remember I was I was cutting it together and I was like, well, it's, it's a game I should, to get, start, I should get. Are you what, sorry? It's a game. You've called it a film twice. I just wanted to make sure you knew it was a game. No, 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 no. The, fi- the film that I cut together, I, 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 maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. I went. <laughs> Because when because when I was cutting it together, I was like, I should buy a PS4 or whatever it was at the time and and play this. And then it was another one of those situations where I got pulled into video game marketing and then realised this is not for me. This is not my area. <laughs> uh, it, it's um, yeah, no, I mean it's uh, basically EA trying to do Destiny but fucking it up. Um, the PS4 version has been making some people's consoles fucking shut down and people have to do like tech support to get their PS4s working again. Um, I was playing it for 45 minutes last night, finished a mission and then it said error uploading pilot data and I lost all my progress for 45 minutes, which was fun. Um, they, some fucking bastard with too much time on his hands on Reddit worked out that the gun you get at the start of the game is more powerful than a gun you only get when you finish the game. Uh, and it's like, how does that fucking work? Um, and basically, it was just a segue while Mark was uh, getting his thoughts together. But basically, I fucking, I have like hate played it for a good few hours and I really need to move on with my life so don't fucking fall into it <laughs> cool right um, oh, oh you want to get personal where were you born Huntsville Alabama but technically I don't remember that part name your first pet Mr. Snoofers Mr. Snoofers that's what I said did I pass not yet first job soldier straight out of high school left the ranks of full bird colonel then spy where it was the cold war we were everywhere Belfast, Bucharest, Belgrade, Budapest. I like to be as I can make them ride. Now? Been riding the desk for the past six years, trying to figure out where our future enemies are coming from. Never occurred to me they would be coming from above. Name a detail so bizarre a scroll could never fabricate it. A toast is cut diagonally, I can't eat it. Captain Marvel, uh, directed by Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. Uh, stars Samuel L. Jackson. Ben Mendelsohn, Digimon Husano, Lee Pace, oh, Digimon Husano. <laughs> Clark Gregg. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Hansano is my favourite Digimon character. I knew you were going to call him Digimon, but not Hunsano. Like, I just... Hunsano is the fully evolved Digimon version of Hunsa. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, right, there's a very large section of the Glass episode I cut out because of the way I pronounced somebody's surname. Let's and not revisit that. That's no, let's not. Flashbacks of it. Let's not. But Mark gets off so fucking easy. <laughs> I think it's Mark because it's just stupidity. Digimon Honsano. 
What's his face like at the moment, Bex? <laughs> He's wearing his hat on backwards, not properly, and just looking a bit perplexed, to be honest. And Brie Larson, uh, as the titular Captain Marvel. Um, set in 1995, um, so it's set in the 90s, which is given away by a few things. During is it? There. Yeah, it is. Yeah, did you not get that? No. Oh, they maybe you should have put some more nineties theme things in it, some more yeah. kind of like nostalgia vibes. And that might have given it away. Um, it's nineteen ninety five though, specifically, because I don't they didn't mention that like at all. It's been it's been worked out that sorry, are we are we still doing sarcasm or was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my god, I've been gone six years and it was nineteen eighty nine. Like three hundred times in the movie. So yeah, so Captain Marvel, things happen. Uh, oh fucking hell, this is going to be fun, isn't it? You, you two loved it. Uh, <laughs> no, Captain Marvel. Uh, what did you think? Well, I either hated it, or I loved it, or I don't understand why everybody hates it, or I don't understand why everybody loves it. Because those are the four opinions you can have. <laughs> They're the four choices you're allowed. Those are the four choices you're allowed. Yeah. Um, I. Uh, think it was pretty good i think that's probably what how i would sum it up i'd say it's beyond good but not more the but not great it's it's pretty good um i have my issues with it uh but i think what works in it works really well um i think there are certain things within it that if you weren't getting on with it you could jump on a little bit more the the 90s stuff probably being one of them um i think overall my main issue is the lead and here we go the lead actress i don't think she's great but i think everything else in the film um support her and i think as an introduction to the character it works in some ways and they've now got the opportunity to build on that so um so overall i liked it but i I have some issues with it but not enough that it it would make me um it would make me go anything less than it's a pretty good film uh becky you have a lady boobs in a uterus you're genetically programmed to love this movie aren't you what did you think Pretty much the same as Noel, to be fair. It's it's good. It's a good fun film. There's bits of it that are, that I really liked. There's bits of it that not so much. The the continued repeating of oh my god, right? How do we get into this? What year it is? How how do we make that really super clear? Not want want a huge fan of that. Um, but yeah, I mean overall, like you say, as an introduction to the character, it's it's. It very much feels like ah shit. We'll get Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel in for the next one, but no one knows anything about her. So, so uh, yeah, we'd better do some kind of origin story. But it also serves as a bit of an origin story for for Nick Fury as we know him um, from the obviously the films that are set later, because you know is it's kind of he's not into the whole. He's just looking for where threats are coming from at the start of this one, isn't he? It's not anything to do with like aliens and superpowers and all that kind of shit. So that was nice. And, you know, the, the bits about S.H.I.E.L.D. obviously wasn't what we know it as at this point. 
Th- those were quite nice little touches. Mm-hmm. The cat was mint. Like the cat. It's not a cat. Lurking. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it. I won't be rushing to rewatch it, but I liked it. Good. Uh, Ian, uh, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. It's... Um... It's it's not a tier Marvel Studios by any yeah. fucking means, and I think there's so many Marvel Studios films at this point that I might I I don't know like it wouldn't be in my top five. It would probably be in my top ten. Um, but you know, there's been 22 of the things now. I think um, which is mental. Uh, I mean, in a good way. You know, I I love the fucking Marvel Studios films. Um, I I think it's the first one in a while that feels rather anon- anonymous in its direction. I there there were some nice kind of like handheldy bits. Um in particular there's a conversation between Mendelssohn and Brie uh, Brie Larson when they're outside her mate's house and it suddenly goes all handheld and it was like, okay, this is interesting. Um and I, I, I thought the narrative had more going for it than I expected it to. But like the the standout thing for me for this was Samuel L. Jackson's de aging, and I think that probably says something that maybe Captain Marvel herself is not the most engaging character. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what she does in another director's film. And how she interacts with the more established characters as well. Yeah, yeah. totally fair. It, she's, I think she's a little bit trapped by her own origin here. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like a sense of Thor in Thor The Dark World, where the characters may be more interesting than a lot of the stuff in the film around it. Yeah. Uh, and it just needs another filmmaker to kind of bring that out. So let, let's see what happens with Endgame. Um, you know, I, I, I'm certainly not going to say that Brie Larson's shit. I'm not because no. she's not. But I was more struck by Samuel L. Jackson's the aging. I was more struck by Ben Mendelsohn. Um, I thought his character was really like quirky, fun, bad guy. And then, oh shit, there's some depth here. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I liked that it was casting Ben Mendelsohn because a lot of people were saying beforehand, oh, he's only ever the bad guy in films. And it's like, yeah. well, here's something. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, it's going to be the first Marvel Studios film in a while where I don't think I've got an awful lot to say about it, to be honest. So I'm going to leave it to you guys because you've obviously got more to say, actually. <laughs> It's, it's largely, I mean, it, it is what it feels like, which is set off. It's setting her up to be in Endgame. Mm. You know, it's there's no point in pretending it's any more than that, really. It's an origin story. All the origin stories feel a bit jarring, especially when you've got um, movies like, obviously, the ones with the more established characters, like Infinity War, where you've spent a lot of years watching movies with these characters in, and you know them and you care about them. You don't have that with Captain Marvel because she's new. I will say that, and I know I just said I was going to shut up, but Spider-Man Homecoming and Black Panther had the benefit of those characters being introduced in Civil War. So Mm. it's almost like you could skip quite, and also just because Spider-Man's so fucking known, 
you could skip yeah. a lot of that the, the kind of more that like extraneous stuff and get to the heart of it whereas captain marvel does need to set up all this shit mm. and and yeah. i mean like fucking how fucking obvious was it that jude law was going to be the bad guy i mean jesus christ well yeah it, it literally is it, for a start off he's british so therefore he was automatically going to be <laughs> the bad guy in it um, but he doesn't even he doesn't even seem to play it as I'm your mentor, I'm your mate. It like there's always there's a vibe of he's a bit shifty all the way through it, right from the fucking start, just the conversations he's having with her. And I don't I don't know whose fault that is, because Jude Law can make good, good guys and bad guys. Yeah, in fairness, po- uh, Funko Pops accidentally, like, well, I say accidentally, Funko Pops um, gave away his character a long time ago. So, I think oh, really? it's a, a lot of his, yeah, they they revealed who he was a while ago. So, I think people have been expecting him to be the bad guy the whole fucking time. Yeah, I I, I just I assumed before from the trailer <laughs> like that that he was just the bad guy. <laughs> mm. Um. So, Mark, what was your um, I didn't dislike it. I just I found it a bit boring, to be honest. Um, for, for a lot of it, it's. It, it, I think, like you say, Ian, it, often about these films, you said that they they have a um, the Marvel universe movies. They they often feel like uh, at least they're directed by somebody and there's a, there's a director's vision on there they all they do feel they all feel very connected but there are there is scope for directors to have little bits of, of flourishes of their own and I, I do get a feel a little bit like this was more handled or managed by producers and by right but you can't do that because she's got to be here remember and you can't do this because she's going to do that here you've got to get this in because we need that for here and it was a little bit like they've gone Right, yeah, it's like not an awful lot yeah. for us to do. So what they've done is they've thrown a lot of nostalgia at the screen, um, and they've thrown a lot of nods to certain things mm. um, in there. So there's a lot of nods to certain films uh, within that as well. Uh, you know, a, a big one being the um, Ben Mendelsohn and the, um, the 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 essentially the disposable cup he's got and the way he's drinking it when he comes in is very reminiscent mm. of Jules from Pulp Fiction. It's the same, it's the same cup, cup as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, There's little fun things like that. And, of course, what year did Pulp Fiction come out? 1995. I haven't yet seen There you go. Um, Siri's just telling me she hasn't yet seen Pulp Fiction. Um <laughs> 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 Those things really are a boon to mankind, aren't they? Yeah. It's the thing is, I I like Brie Larson. I've liked it in everything pretty much I've seen her, with the exception of Room. Um, you said last night you've not liked her in anything you've seen since Room. That's the only thing I've seen her in. This is the only thing I've seen her in uh... since Room. Um, but I've liked her in everything. That, up to that. You really fucking hated Room. Oh, I, I did, but I'm trying to talk this out. Um, but um, with this, I, I just I felt like she, they didn't really she didn't have an awful lot to do, really. And she's the main character in the in the film, but I just 
it felt a little bit like I don't know. I think this come this comes into where into my issue with it a little bit, and it, it, it's a it's a bit of a missed opportunity almost because they uh, people aren't familiar with Captain Marvel as a character necessarily, and in the comics she's been through that many changes that it's only really in recent years that she sort of found herself and what she is now is a sort of Captain America type, but a sort of intergalactic Captain America type who is representative of, uh, you know, uh, female power and, and, and stuff like that. She's in the comics. She is, you know, extremely overpowered as well to a degree where she can go one stage beyond being Captain Marvel into something else that just almost like the, the Jean Grey, um, what do you call it thing, uh, Dark Phoenix kind of thing. She can sort of go into this other state um, of, of, of raw power. Um, but she's been a billion different things over the years and there's never really been, you know, a direct handle on her personality. Um, with Tony Stark, we have, yeah, he's a drinker and he likes women and he's a smart ass. And with Captain America, we can say, uh, you know, he's a Boy Scout and he's an American hero and he mistrusts the government. Um, with Thor, we can say, I don't know, he, he speaks in this particular sort of uh, almost Shakespearean way and he's a god and people think that's weird. And, and there's all these, you know, things that we can tag on to these characters. But she's never really had that nailed down for her. I think my experience of her in the comics the most is the run from, I think it was the mid-2000s, uh, Miss, Mar- Miss Marvel run, Miss Marvel run. Um, where she was very much, a, it was almost like a sort of superhero sex in the city kind of thing, where it was about she was a superpowered woman and she was, you know, doing this and doing that. Uh, it was back when she was also still wearing that, you know, very sort of like sexy bin bag thing. She, you know, sort of very over sexualized costume. Um, and the stories were about her, <coughs> excuse me, as you know, as a, as a female in the city trying to like hold down a relationship and hold down a job. I think, I think it was a, um, she worked for a PR company or she, or I think she had a PR company working for her or something like that. And that was a really interesting run, but there was no way they were ever going to make that movie because that's not the movie that people want. People want a, a female superhero to be big, powerful, kick-ass female superhero. They don't want us to be worrying about whether or not she's got a boyfriend. So they were always going to make this version of Captain Marvel, which is the more recent one. Um, but the problem with the film is they haven't taken that opportunity to go, all right, people don't know who she is. Let's nail this down to her. She is this. Um, you know, there are things about her power set that come across in the film, but it feels, and I mentioned this on, on uh, WhatsApp before, she's occasionally Peter Quill, and then she's occasionally Steve Rogers, and then she's occasionally, you know, a, a maybe a bit of, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, one of the, like, she, she drifts in between these, she drifts in between these characters, and they don't seem to go, no, she is this one thing. So, you know, the space version of her feels quite different to the Earth version of her, who's being kind of sassy with... Um, with Samuel L. Jackson. And it's a shame because she works very well when she's bouncing off other people, particularly Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn. Um, so they missed an opportunity, really. I, I don't think it's a huge problem because I think 
everything else going on in this film is interesting enough that it doesn't need to be a problem. Um, I think her next outing will be interesting because, like you said, Becky, it'll be interesting to see her bounce off established characters because we know she works well with other characters. Um, But my hope is that between now and then, uh, between now and Captain Marvel 2, if you like, um, they can sort of nail down what her personality is a little bit because I don't, you know, I don't feel like it's the fault of Brie Larson. She's a great actress. We all no, know no, that. No, no, I don't think it's all. I think it's... No, I just... It just doesn't feel like they've... It didn't feel like they just managed to get down exactly what her personality should be in this and they relied upon other things like the relationships with other characters, the Nick Fiore angle, the 90s stuff... And, and the origin story and the, you know, the twists with the bad guys and stuff. So as I say, that's fine because it works, but they're going to need to figure out something else if they're going to have this person um, within within the Marvel Cinematic Universe be, um, you know, be something more in her own movie. And that's it, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's that. And I, I think I had... More you said issues. she felt a bit underwritten, didn't she you? She felt underwritten, yeah, but I think the whole, I think a lot of the, the, the film felt underwritten a little bit. Um, and also there was a, the, the point where, the, the, um, the scene where you've got her friend is off flying the spaceship thing um, and it's been chased by the what is it things. Like dog fighting. Yeah. Felt like a Star Wars movie, yeah. more than a Marvel movie. It felt very Star Warsy, um, which just there was too many bits of the film that that, that lifted me out of it, um, that made me go, right. Is it this or is it this? It, it, uh, what? I I I am just literally. I felt very much like I was watching filler for before. What is it? And uh, that releasing. End game this close to it, it is just to kind of it is almost as its insurance policy of going. Yeah. Look, yeah, you got this, but you're gonna get this really soon, like really. <laughs> I think the film that it's closest to, uh, of I think the film it's closest to for me is Thor because it's essentially you to that the same. Yeah. It's the same yeah. thing basically. Yeah. It's you yeah. know, superpowered hero from up there ends up down here, and then other people are stood around and going, "Oh my god, this is weird." Like you know, and 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 she's react. She's that sort of fish out of water, trying to get to the truth and reestablish her, reestablish herself and stuff like that. It's, the, it's very similar in that in that regard. That was my issue a little bit with it, though. She doesn't feel like a fish out of water. You know, she knows what an internet cafe is. He says to her, "Lose the flannel," and she instantly knows what a flannel shirt is. And it's little bits like that that made me go, yeah. "Hang on a minute." She's, I get it. She she's been on Earth before. Yeah, it, it could have been thrown away with a simple bit of dialogue. It's not just her though. And if you went back and you, if you went back and looked for these things, if you went back and looked for those things in a rewatch, you would find a lot of them, and a, quite a few of them go to Ben Mendelsohn. There are things that are said to Ben Mendelsohn that he reacts to, where it's like you know, turn into a Venus flytrap or turn into a filing cabinet and stuff, and he's reacting to that. How does he know what those things are? There's like, there's a lot of things in 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 there where you sort of in the back of my head I was going, well, that doesn't make sense. How would they know that? Or how would I mean one that was pointed out in a podcast that I listened to today actually that I'd forgotten about was um, if she's been up there since 1989 and she appears to the supreme consciousness and 
uh, Come As You Are's playing by Nirvana, she would have never have heard that song. So why is that in her head? I mean, it's just yeah. an opportunity to, to wedge in another 90s song. But, like, I, I don't know. I think you got to be – you're going to either forgive those things or you're not. And it, it didn't – It did those things I noticed, but they didn't bother me because I was like, all right, this is – I'm having fun with this, so – yeah. Which yeah, I think you said you said earlier. There's things there that you could notice that if you're not having as much fun with it, yeah, yeah, it me. These they don't they don't bother me to the point of where I, I'm willing to call it bullshit or anything like that, or to say you know no, I'm sorry, they've got to do they've got to do better. I think that they they could have done better with it, but it's but then would it have been as much fun? If they but I didn't have that much fun with it though. Wow. Um, but. I also didn't outright dislike it. I just, I feel a little bit like, all right, so that happened. Mm. It, 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 it now sits with Thor Dark World as, as one of the Marvel movies that I'll, I'll never really watch again unless I kind of have to for a reason, which I can't understand a reason why I would ever have to rewatch it, but you never know. You never I would put it, I would put it a lot higher than that. I would put it, I'd, you know, I'd put it above the first Captain America, maybe. Uh, I'd put it above Iron Man 3. I'd possibly put it above Iron Man 2, even though I've kind of grown to like that film yeah, in a weird way. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't, actually. But there, I think there's a lot. I'd probably put it above the first Thor film, actually, maybe, as well. Wouldn't put it above Doctor Strange. I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's... There's enough, there's, enough other, there's enough other stuff going on around it, the cast being one of them. Um... Uh, another, you know, the other things that are sort of happening, the twi- you know, the twists with the bad guys, the fact that the scrolls aren't, um, you know, aren't this just outright evil race. It's a case of, well, as it is in the comics, and I say as well, you know, the, the, the scrolls aren't all evil in the comics. Some of them are just looking to get by and some of them are just looking to, uh, you know, to live and, and live lives undercover. So that has been addressed in the comics. People seem to be angry about that, but it is, you know, that's <laughs> not the case. Um, I think I think it's interesting that they do things like that. They set things up like that. Um, there's enough going on, I don't know, to, to, to not, allow me to focus on, well, how come this scroll has got an Australian accent and stuff like that? <laughs> yeah. Which, we, 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 at one point, actually, it never, that never bothered me, to be honest. <laughs> Mainly because I, I, I quite, I quite, I, didn't, I really enjoyed that, that scene, that sequence, mm. uh, where they're going through her mind and trying to, what is it, that was really quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd like that to have kind of been explored a little bit more and I kind of get a feeling like, that, that's gone now and I'm hoping that at some point that's going to come back like they're going to need to get into someone's brain to access someone's what is it and Carol Danvers is going to go oh I know the guys who can fucking do that uh. <laughs> so yeah it, it's, it, it, I just didn't it's one of those ways like, used to, again you know when we first started you know, you've either got to love it hate it think that not be able to understand why people love it. love it or not be able to understand why people hate it. And I'm just kind of a little bit like, it's just not that good, though, is it? <laughs> it's good. It's, it's not, fine. Yeah. It's it sets up some good stuff. I think it sets up it sets up the character, obviously, and it allows us, it allows us to have her in this universe now and it allows her to grow as a character. We know who she is now. 
now she can grow as a character. That's a good thing. Um, I, I like the way it sets up the Kree and the scrolls as not, you know, not baddies. I think, I think it's much more interesting for the future of the Marvel universe. If we have other races out there in the universe that are, some are good, some are bad, some we yeah. will work with some we, you know, there's, there's potential for politics and stuff like that. A little bit the way Star Trek has gone over the years where it used to be that all, all the, the Klingons were bad guys. And then actually, no, now there's factions where some of them are good and some of them want to work with us and some of them don't. So that's a more interesting thing. Um, we've got, uh, Monica Rambeau is thrown in there as well. So, um, the daughter of, of her friend, uh, the little girl, Monica, she is a future Captain Marvel as well. So they've potentially, they dropped her in there because obviously this is, what was this? 1995. Yeah. So she would oh, be, be like mid to late twenties now. When, uh, late yeah. twenties. So yeah. I think, I think it, she is quite young in the comics that she is. I don't think she's a teenager, but that would make perfect sense. So if they want to, I could well imagine that they might throw her into the mix, maybe not in end game, but, um, she, she's in, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, in Captain Marvel two, it might be that she's working with her or something like that. So I don't know. Um, that would be that would be fun. Um, so yeah, they've set up they've set up enough that I'm that I'm interested to see the way it all goes now. But like I say, that I think they just need to work on the characterization a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that certainly. Um, so I'm guessing that everybody is definitely not shit on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not shit. On it. I, I think it'd be a boom. It'd be unfair for me to say that. It would be miserly, yes. Um, but yeah, our audience votes uh, definitely not shit, 87%. Nice. Um, touching cloth, 0%. Um, shit, 7%. And Geostorm, 6%. Very good. One more, th- one more thing. Yep. How did they make Gemma Chan look less like a. Look, look more, look less like an alien by making her look like an alien. <laughs> Gemma Chan's got the most interesting face in the world, but she looks like she's from another planet. And they put makeup on her, and she looks human. It's really weird. Yeah, it was weird that actually. Uh, you said something quite similar on the same, didn't it, Rex? I said, "What have Marvel got about painting pretty girls different colours?" Hmm. Yes, they do. They do have it. Pretty, pretty girls, different colours. You get the get the Star Trek crowd, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is like a Star Trek crowd. Um, so I, I think you're you're departing us now, aren't you? Uh, I'm going to depart now. I'm going to say bye bye, and I will uh, see you in 1995. <laughs> Les, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks. Bye bye now. Bye. Right, should we do some Serenity, or should we do some what we've been watching? I'm good with either. Do whatever you want, big boy. Right, let's do some what I've been watching. Ian, what have you been watching, bud? Um, so, yeah, um, I don't know, like... Uh, also, also, before you what you've been watching, you went to Disney World, didn't you? Uh, right. Well, Disneyland right. Paris, yes. Yeah, yeah, Disneyland Paris, yeah. Uh, and it, 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 you were sort of messaging us bits about it, and it blew my mind because I literally had no idea all this stuff went on. I literally thought that it was just a big circle where Goofy walked around, and that was about it. <laughs> what? 
What did you not know about? I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know there was rides and shit like that there. You what didn't the know there were rides in Disneyland. I've not heard of Space Mountain. I just thought, that was, the, I, I thought that was the one in, in, in Florida. Okay, from everywhere. It's a, all of them, it's a theme park. I thought it was just like a like a day out kind of thing. Did they have a daily parade thing at the one in Paris? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it, it's the it's the full experience. I mean, it's not, it's not as big, don't get me wrong, but, it, I mean, it was plenty big enough for two and a half days. Yeah. Is there fireworks? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah, there were. I showed you the fireworks. Oh, you did? Oh, you told me about them. I showed you it. I showed you the video. Okay. You did watch it. Uh, yes, sorry, sorry, I quit off that. Uh, yeah, so what have you been watching, but? Uh Okay, so, yeah, um, it's, uh, yeah, I've had that and, like, started a new job and whatnot, so it's been, um, it, it, it's been quite an intense, uh, quite an intense few weeks, so, um, I can't really remember... Right, I'm just going to go with uh, rewatched Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow is great. Looking forward to that sequel if they actually get it off the ground. Um, my neighbor Totoro watched it with Lottie. I haven't watched that for a while, but uh, yeah, I mean it's my neighbor Totoro. I don't really need to say too much about that. I don't think um, there's only a, like there's a few I'll spend a bit of time on, but um, watch the well, yeah, watch the 4K restoration of Ring. Um, well, <laughs> after about 40 minutes of the fucking cinema, just not knowing what the fuck they're doing with digital projection. Um, and yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't, didn't cover themselves in glory, did they? Nope. I had to start it three times to get the subtitles on. God. Like, literally left it on for about a good solid 10 minutes each time. With people fucking just right, like as soon as they started talking, it, it the, there were no subtitles. I went, <laughs> I went walking out, and it took about ten minutes of people walking out to go. You have a problem. There's no <laughs> subtitles, and I apparently they did it so like it happened to some other cinemas as well. And one cinema tried to actually tell someone, "Well, that that's just how it is. It's a special event. It's in Japanese." And it's like <laughs> fuck off, like. So yeah, I mean, eventually, I mean, Lord knows what the fuck happened there. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I, I have some theories, but I won't because, like, I, I, I haven't been a projectionist for seven years, so it might be that things have changed. I don't know, but I, yeah, like, good lord. Like, I mean, DCPs that drives they come that come on. They don't get tested. Like they're basically just like fucking hoping that they work. I mean, with a film print, because you had to put the reels together, you had to watch the whole thing to make and like because there were individual frames you'd have to take out from time to time because of like burns in the frame. You'd have to watch the whole thing to make sure it was actually put together correctly. With DCPs, they just fucking load them on. They just fucking hope for the best. Um, but I know, like, we had the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol. We had a DCP of that back in the day. Uh, started it for its first showing and didn't have an English language track on it. It was in German. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, like the file name said it was the English version, but it was German. And so we didn't test it, so we had to cancel the day's showings until we could get a replacement. Um, you know, so uh, like these, these these things do happen. Um, but I don't know. It's like that Cineworld plays... That Cineworld plays enough films in subtitles that whatever 
wasn't enabled on the projector. It should have been able to fix it quickly. Yes. Or, mm. I, I said I wasn't going to do my theories, but I kind of am now. Or, and I very much doubt this happened, Arrow put on two versions of the film, one with subtitles, one without. Their cinema didn't realise, ingested the wrong version and basically had to ingest the other version. But I don't think that happened. I think they'd disabled some sort of setting on the projector and no one could figure out how to stick it back on. Ah, that makes sense. So, 40 minutes in. I don't know if people got, like, free passes or anything like that. The difficulty with an unlimited card is, like, if you get a free pass, it's like, well, what's that going to do for me? Um, Because I got this pass, and I had to catch the train, so I just fucked off anyway. But, yeah, it was um, the worst experience I've had in the cinema in a good long while, and it just really didn't help that the the staff were so uncommunicative. Um, It's just, like just be honest just walk in and just go right yeah look we know we've got a problem don't let people just sit sit there for 15 minutes and people just like alternately go out one by one fucking telling them there's still a problem yeah like i don't know it was uh, it was to be fair it was a friday night and the showing was wait it was at eight o'clock so they were probably pretty busy but at the same time have someone in charge of the fucking projection. One person. Just have one person in charge of the projection. You don't need more than that on a shift. I'm not saying you have to have two or three projectionists. You need one. But just have no. that fucking one person there when something goes wrong. Yeah. Anyway, Ring, it's fucking brilliant. Um, and it, I mean, it remains brilliant, uh, Ring. It's just like the overwhelming sense of dread in that fucking thing and the fact that when you rewatch it and you just know what you know what you know the fact that everything they're fucking doing in that film has absolutely zero relevance to actually fixing the problem yeah you know the whole kind of like finding her body thing you know and they think that's going to lift the curse and then no mate you just need to show it to someone else (laughs) you know i mean like that's a really fucking nasty sting in the tail that is um i and and just like the the, almost the resigned way that hiroyuki sanada plays it towards the end when like she comes out the tv like he looks around and it's like he doesn't even fight it he's just fucking watching it and just being like oh fuck yeah it's it, it is terrific uh so yeah that's ring um Da, 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 da. Rewatched I Am Legend, um, which I really like until other people show up. <laughs> yes, I uh, yeah, that is pretty much where I am with it. Like that film is cracking until it's not just Will Smith. Until the dog dies and it's not just Will Smith. Yeah, it lost me when the dog died. I'm, yeah, not surprised. And the thing is, right, the film is just over two thirds of the way done if you take out credits. Mm. when when Alice Braga and the kids show up. And I'm not saying Alice Braga's bad. She's not. It's just like this whole film you've been with him and all those two characters are there for is so Will Smith can sacrifice himself and give the cure to someone. That's yeah. literally all they're there for. They don't add anything else. And it, like the, the, before it, it's it's cracking. Like the way he's got those like mannequins set up, the relationship he has with the dog, and just the world building. It's brilliant. And like you know 
that pretty much every single fucking film or game that has done big city post-apocalypse sense has taken stuff from I Am Legend. Yeah. You know, like, The Last of Us has got shit inspired by I, I Am Legend in it. Uh, the Division, um, very much like, I mean, shit, that's like, it's a snowy New York, but it's pretty much the same thing, but white in, in, uh, the division. Uh, I, I mean the landscape. Um, and, and yeah, it, it's, it, it feels influential despite the fact that it also kind of feels slightly forgotten. Like no one talks about I am legend, but it's this like really, really expensive action horror film, which for a large chunk of it is a, is a, full bore horror film like the sequence where the dog runs off and he has to go into the dark to find the dog mm. that's a fucking fantastic sequence um it, and yeah i it it's, it's just it's great until other people are in it it's really annoying um okay a couple other things uh fighting with my family Stephen merchant uh written a directed thing uh really charming this uh went to number one in the uk box office last weekend so it's it's doing really well um it's it's a normal sports movie but it, like the, the like the family the nature of the family is really interesting like it, it this happens in the trailer so it's not really a spoiler but the fact that the girl who becomes the wwe star she actually goes into the audition with her brother and then she gets to go forward and her brother doesn't. And then it's also about how her brother reacts to basically having everything he's been working towards in his life kind of taken away from him in an instant. Um, but it, it is mainly about her, but I thought that was an interesting a- uh, aspect as well. It is, it is legit laugh out loud funny as well, fighting with my family. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I would maybe say it's probably not the most cinematic film in the world, but like seriously, if you skip it in the cinema, give it a watch on iTunes. It'll be one of those where I, I watch it on, on iTunes, but I, I just I think I think because I have so little interest in wrestling, it kind of puts me off a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have any interest in wrestling, but I, I I don't know. I had a good time with it, so yeah, there you go. Um, okay, and uh, finally, uh, isn't it romantic? Um, which came out in US cinemas a few weeks back, has done okay but was straight to Netflix in the UK. And uh, the new Shaft film is doing the same. It's this weird thing that New Line seems to have with Netflix, with just a couple of their films, where they'll play in US cinemas, but then be in on Netflix internationally a few weeks later. Um, so, ooh, so, so the, um, the, the new Shaft's going to be on Netflix? Yeah. Oh, I don't know that. Let me just Google that, but I'm pretty fucking sure. Shaft 2019 Netflix. Yeah, in October 2017, Netflix signed a deal with... Yeah, theatrically released in the United States June 14, worldwide release on Netflix two weeks later. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it it looks like Netflix kind of covered... um, Yeah, uh, Netflix signed a deal with New New Line Cinema to cover more than half of the film's budget in exchange for the rights, which allowed Netflix to release the film on its platform outside of the United States two weeks after its theatrical release. Fair enough. Makes sense, I suppose, doesn't it? I mean, more than half of the budget, and then New Line basically... So that's at least $15 million. The budget was 30. 
basically this film has a decent enough summer opening weekend in the US and New Liner in the Black. Well, yeah, that, that, that's it. There's a lot, a lot of that going around, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, that, that ain't bad. Uh, but anyway, isn't it romantic? So, it's directed by the same guy who directed The Final Girls. And it's about a woman who finds herself in a world where her life is a romantic comedy. Hmm. That's vaguely familiar in premise. There is a sequence where the same thing happens over and over again until the main character realises that they need to do something in order to let the, 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 the story progress. Um, All right. Again, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just... It's weird. It's the final girls, but for rom-coms. Like, it is literally that. Um, and it does kind of feel like, y- you got anything else in your uh, in your tank there, buds? Because, hmm, what's your next one going to be this but for action films or something? Um, I'd watch that, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I would as well. And I didn't hate Isn't It Romantic, but it is a bit like I literally was thinking... I was in the final girls that that bit. That's weird. And then literally it came up with his name at the end. It was like that'll be why. Uh, um so yeah, uh basically Rebel Wilson uh gets a knock on the head, wakes up, she's in a romantic comedy. Um and it's fun. Um there's there's some good stuff with it being PG-13 and the limitations that that imposes on what she can do in the world. Um uh, a bloody uh, one of the Hemsworths who's not Chris Liam uh, he's in it and um, he's he's quite fun uh, Priyanka Chopra I think her name is uh, is in it she's fun Adam Devine he, he's in it he's fun the whole thing's just very lightweight it's very very throwaway um, but I don't see how you hate it you know it's a film where if it was Amy Schumer instead of Rebel Wilson I would probably not get an awful lot out of it, but I like Rebel Wilson more than Amy Schumer. But if it was, uh, I don't know, um, another female comedian who I like more than Rebel Wilson, I'd probably like it more. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's fun. And like I say, that's the thing about Netflix. It's quite cool that this is a film that was in on the big screens in the US two weeks back, and I just stuck it on on Netflix. There's no fucking way I would have seen this in the cinema, but I was more than happy watching it on my iPad with Donna on a night when we were in Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's, there's, there's the big side things, like the um, like Triple Frontier, for instance, that we're getting... Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. There's the big releases there. But then there's also a lot of like the the littler kind of releases that are often really all right, you know, they're thoroughly decent. But they're things that that probably would have bombed at a cinema. But they they, they get to have a little bit of a a different life. Yeah, life exactly uh, on, on on streaming services, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, no, quite. So, isn't it romantic? I mean, it, it's it's not amazing. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's not amazing. But solid free 3.5 out of 5. 
Cool. Let's give that a go. Cool. Sounds and like, I'm done. Look, look, looks like a good Tuesday or a Wednesday or Thursday night watch. Totally yeah, fair. I think they go largely because, like, same as what Ian said, if you, Rebel Wilson, I don't dislike that much. She's not a favourite comedian in the whole wide world, but I don't dislike her that much. If it was an Amy Schumer film, I'd be steering well fucking clear. Well, yeah, but everyone would be steering well fucking clear. Yeah. Um, Bex, uh, do you want to do a few of our watching? I'm just going to pop to the toilet if that's all right. Yeah, no worries. Cool. Sorry. It's weird when he goes to the toilet, takes us with him. <laughs> um, I didn't watch all of these, did I? We watched Sahara, um, the Matthew McConaughey, Steve Sam, Penelope Cruz movie. Um, the uh, Matthew McConaughey and Steve Sam are. What happens with Sahara is about, I think everyone's seen it. Fine. Uh, what are they called, though? What? Salvages. Yes. Called salvages. Um yeah, it's yeah, it's it's one of those fun kind of mid noughties rom comy type things of a certain ilk that I would kind of class things like Fool's Gold in Matthew the Matthew McConaughey same... movies well, yeah. you're, you're about to say. You, yeah. You're about to say Matthew McConaughey mm-hmm. romantic comedies. Um How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I watched that now, and I was a bit like, "You're both dicks, especially her. Like, she's a real dick to him." I quite like how this guy in ten days. Mm. Um, fool's gold minute as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's really really good fun. Steve Zahn is essentially the comic relief in it, but he's he also Steve has Zarni. a little. He's very Steve Zahn. He is very Steve Zahn, but he's also got a bit of depth in it. Like, he's not just used for laughs. Like, he probably would be now. In a comedy, a similar kind of. Yeah, Steve Zahn's one of those weird actors that at some point is going to win a Best Supporting Actor Oscar. <laughs> uh, because people are going to realise that actually he's actually a really good actor as well as being a, a really good comedian. Yeah, yeah. He's just so fucking lovable in everything as well, isn't he? Yes. Um, so, yeah, Sahara. Um... Uh, what else did we watch? <gasps> Ghost ship, you let me do this one. I'll it's do this it's one of those films that are like it's like catnip for me. Yes, uh, again about salvages, again about salvages, yes. but this time with um, what's his face in it? Gabe Byrne, well, yes, and decapitation, um, and a very, very young what's her face? Can't remember her name now, Brown. yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, Emily Browning, um. It's essentially a haunted house movie on a ship, um, but it's some of the some of the sort of scary bits and grim bits are really fucking grim. Like it does the gore really well. The bit where the the wire snaps across the dance hall and chops everyone in half, and then yeah. their faces start sliding forward, and and that woman where she's laid and she's trying to sort of grab her legs because she's been split at the waist and she's trying to pull her legs back and all the guts are hanging out. Yeah, that's not going to work, sweetheart. It's not going to work. No. You can't just thread it back through. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely love this film. It's 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 just, it's good horror. I, 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 I like the fact that this was actually, when they first cast it and started shooting it, it was a psychological uh, drama. Um, like a triangle type movie. Yeah, where it was literally supposed to just be um, the, 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 the the guys get trapped on um, this ghost ship and it starts showing them like they're, 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 it starts fucking around with them and stuff like that. 
Uh, and then they just turned it into a horror movie like midway through shooting. Um, <laughs> and all the cats didn't like it. What's uh, that now? Pardon? What are you talking about? Uh, ghost ship. Oh, shit. Right, really? Okay. Yeah. And all the cast basically were like, this isn't the fucking film we signed up for. Um, and apparently the only person who was saying, well, it is actually the film I signed up for, uh, was Dexter Harrington. It was like, oh, it, 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 I knew it was this kind of slocky, whatever. And yeah, Gabe Byrne, um, Ron Ellard, and uh, say Washington, people did, just did, just thought they were in like this more focused psychological um, thriller slash drama. So it's quite quite amusing that they literally just turned it on its head midway through shooting. I fucking love the tagline for that film. But see, evil. see evil. That's fucking yeah. brilliant. It's yeah, I, 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 I really like it. It's 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 it's, it's good at what it does. Mm. It looks great. It's also more horrific for me because I'm terrified of boats. So it's a proper horror movie for me. Like the most horrific bit in it is when. They get to the boat and you see a big shot of the fucking, this big abandoned fucking cruise line. I'm like, no, fuck right off. What's wrong with boats? I'm terrified of them. What, are the boats themselves or like the, the prospect of getting stuck out at sea? Both. Oh. Docked boats at the seaside he's scared of. Yeah. Doesn't like the moss and barnacles and stuff on the side. Don't like them. Don't like them. When, when we were on the honeymoon, uh, we went to a restaurant, didn't we, uh, at this harbour place that we were staying, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy said, oh, would you like to sit um, outside or in the window so you can see the harbour? And I was like, fuck off, Christ, no. Were you Why just like, how dare you? Yeah, <laughs> I was literally, I, I wanted to sit as far back as possible you were quite offended i was yeah that i had to walk around literally holding up a building as though we were that close to the harbour it was horrific well i found it quite amusing you did yes yeah you shared me actually at one point with a guy when he asked if what he's got the dolphin boats and you said no he's scared of boats and hates dolphins and the guy proceeded to take the piss out of me in front of a good like hundred odd people it's funny not for me I was terrified and was accusing dolphins of being rapists. No, no, you haven't got to the point in, in your life yet where you um, pretty sure verbally, like, actually told people it was because they were rapists and that's why you hated them. Yes, it might not be that. They are sea rapists, then. They are sea rapists, yes. Anyway, carry on. Ghost ship. <laughs> I think we've said pretty much everything that needs to be said about ghost ship. I don't think he's said enough about sea rapists. Dolphins don't like them. Dolphins literally. Dolphins are the only creature. Only, the only other mammal uh, that uh, that commits rape, knowing it is wrong. Because ducks do it, but they don't think it's wrong. They just think that's a romantic. They just time. they're just horny and just think that that's that's how it goes. But, but if if the, if the female duck. Well, I suppose there's a, 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 I suppose there's a difference between being ambivalent and actually wanting to. Act. Okay, yeah, all yeah, right. it is. It, it, they, they, yeah, they're not aware that that is wrong. Whereas dolphins are aware it's wrong, and dolphins have been known to try and rape humans. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. They're just sea rapists. Dolphins they're rape- not smart. They're fucking pricks. In there a thing where they they like fuck fish corpses? Yeah. To pleasure themselves. They, they, yeah, they, 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 use, they use fish corpses to jack themselves up. Yeah. They're not very nice. When people go, oh, aren't they lovely? No, they're not. They're, they're sea rapists. So they're not. They're just dickheads. 
do not like dolphins. Yeah, they are dickheads. So, yeah, that's Mark's uh, boat and dolphin thing, everyone. What else have we watched, Becky? Um, do, do you want to do a, a new one? Do you want to do that one? Yeah. You can do um, that if you don't want. Well, you haven't done it. All right, I'll go through the ones that I watched. Um, so I watched a few things that you didn't watch. Um, I watched one thing you didn't watch. Did you? I didn't know that. Um, okay. uh, I rewatched uh, Kid Cannabis. Um, just because I, I well, I rewatched Kid Cannabis because I thought that um, Zac Efron was in it, and it turned out it isn't. It's Kenny Warmold, which is basically like the non-Mexican Union equivalent of. Of, of, of Zac Efron. Is uh, he the one who was in Footloose? He is the one who's in Footloose. Yeah. 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 Um, Kid Cannabis is is fine. If you like movies like Blow and about drug running and stuff like that, you'll get a bit of a kick out of Kid Cannabis. But it does seem like it was made on a budget and quite quickly. <laughs> oh, God. What? We've watched two movies with... Jack Efron alike and Don C. McGinley, did we? Yes, we have, yeah. Um, what did John C. McGinley watch? Um, oh, I thought there were two John C. McGinley movies. No, no. no. Cool. Uh, I also um, went on a little bit of a Cameron Diaz kick uh, and rewatched Bad Teacher. Uh, a movie that is only eight years old, but could not be made now. Wow, that oh. film is only eight years old. Yes. That has to be one of her last films. Um, so, yeah, Cameron Diaz. And So just highlight highlight why it couldn't be made now. Cameron Diaz plays a, a, a teacher who, at the start of the movie, is literally just using a rich guy to have an easy life. Uh, and when he bins her, she has to go back to school and she decides that the reason why he didn't, why she can't find essentially like a, someone to be a trophy wife to is because her tits aren't big enough. Right. Mm. Okay. So she starts a new tits fund. Okay. Yeah. Cameron Diaz thinks that she's not desirable enough because her breasts aren't big enough. Are they particularly small? They're not that small, no. But, yeah, it, it's... I'm in the unfortunate position now. I'm trying to find a picture of Cameron Diaz where I can see enough of her tits to judge. Yes. Just, so you just Google Cameron Diaz breasts. Well, no, I'm actually on IMDb. Right. So, yeah, so that was, um, yeah, Bad Teacher. Bad Teacher's not a great movie, but it's quite amusing her being a bit of a dick, which I quite liked. Fair enough. Mm. Yes. A... Another movie, another Cameron Diaz movie that we watched. Did you watch this with me, actually, Bex? No. No, you didn't. It's great. Yeah, uh, no, I did. Yeah, thank you, you fucking dick. Yeah, you did. I am about five minutes after we started it. Yes, I, I watched... Uh, made him rewind it, obviously. What Happens in Vegas. Nice. Uh, Cameron Diaz, Ashton Kutcher, and uh, Rob Corddry, and Dennis Barron is in there. Christian Ritter's in there, Lake Bell, Zach Galifianakis, uh, Queen Latifah, and Trent Williams. Yeah, yeah Queen Latifah. Yes. As a marriage counsellor. Yes, as a marriage counsellor, yeah. <laughs> um, I think your tolerance for this should be, is, 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 do you find Ashton Kutcher amusing? If your response to that is yes, 
then what happens in Vegas is great for you. And I find Ashton Kutcher amusing, so it's fine. I also find Rob Corddry really amusing, so... He's funny in this. It's fine, and he's great in this, yeah. He's great in most things, to be fair, though. Yeah, he, he's very much a Marmite comedian, though. You either really like him or you will absolutely hate him, oh, really? and I really like Rob Corddry, so, right. yeah. Um, yeah. I I enjoyed what happens in Vegas. Did you, Rex? I, I, yeah, it, it was really good fun on rewatch. It's, I mean, it's dumb. Yeah, it's very dumb. And it's very, like, it's very cliched. Yeah. But there's, there's some really... Some really funny bits. The bit where he takes the bathroom door off is 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 good. Where she goes in and she just like reaches for it and yeah, he takes it. Yeah. So, for anyone who doesn't know what happens in Vegas, um, it is Cameron Diaz plays a highly strong career like, one business like woman. Taipei, yeah, uh, and uh, Aston Kutcher plays a slacker uh, wants to just coast through things. Um, he loses his job. She loses her. No, no, he gets fired. By his dad. He gets fired by his dad <laughs> and she loses her fiancé, fiance, Binza, uh, essentially because she's too organised and too controlling. And they both end up in Vegas to drown their sorrows and end up getting married. Uh, they both then decide that they were just drunk or anything like that. But then things get a little bit heated when they're discussing the reasons why it'd be bad. And they end up in an argument. And then he plays a one-armed bandit uh, with her quarter and wins $5 million, I believe it is. Uh, and then they are appointed by the court that they have to spend uh, six months living together as man and wife until they get the money, so they can get the money. Yes. Yeah. It's it's more fun than it has any right to be, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, then what was the other one that you watched? Um, so technically a documentary, but it's it's on Letterboxd. Uh, so I'm counting. I love this fucking movie. I've seen it twice and I don't love it. A lot. Um, the documentary Dear Zachary, I believe it's full title. Oh, good lord! A letter to a son about his father. Honestly, from about five minutes in, what works like on and off throughout the rest of the thing. It is absolutely fucking heartbreaking. Yep. But just if you can kind of take that element of it away and just be objective about it, the way that it's edited and the way that you essentially you feel like you're discovering along with the rest of the people that are being interviewed what's gone on. Like, obviously, he's interviewed people at different points. And obviously, by the time he did the narration over the over the final documentary, he knew the full story. But it unravels as you're watching it. Until you, until obviously, eventually, the horrific ending happens, which it, it, I don't think it's a massively, um, it, it wasn't massively well distributed. I don't think a lot, an awful lot of people have seen it, so I won't give too much away. But honestly, it's it's you you've seen it, haven't you, Ian? Yeah, you got to fucking buckle in for that bloody film. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ! But. Again, sort of without context, but the bits where she is having conversations with his parents and like, oh, you know, I, I want you to go and get a Christmas present for you guys from him. And she's been all nighty nighty on the phone. And you're like, what the fuck, woman? How like how those people managed to interact with her and not just fucking scream at her? I do not know. They must be absolute saints. And those are recorded calls. They're not like 
re re recorded dramatized versions those are actually the recordings of the calls they took it's mental it's 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 a crazy um sort of story to it as well like the the stuff the the events that led up to her being in a position to do what she did yeah you've not seen it have you no i haven't do, do you not know like what happens in it yeah you basically yeah it's it's hard work isn't it yeah well from a filmmaking point of view it's absolutely worth a watch I'm so fucking glad when I saw that I didn't have a kid. Like, Jesus Christ, that... Anyway. I'm getting ruin you now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't... Yeah. Oh, what else did we watch, Becky? We watched... Do you want to do this one? You can do this one. I'll do this one. We Peppermint. Um, uh, yeah, I've got this downloaded. Pierre Morel uh, movie um, starring Jennifer Garner where she's doing her Taken bit. It basically is. It's it, it, it's like it's Jennifer Garner doing Taken meets the Punisher. Yeah, isn't it? Um, with John Ortiz, John Gallagher Jr., who was hot shit like two three years ago, but everyone's forgotten about now. Um, he was he he was going to be the next guy, and then he, like, he literally missed a train or something like that, <laughs> uh, and then he wasn't that next guy anymore. Um, What's his name? John Gallagher Jr. Look at um, that. So, yeah, well, Jennifer Garner plays, what's she called? Like, Riley North, who is a standard kind of working mom. mom. Type. I mean, she's not quite soccer mom, is she? She's the standard working mom in a soccer mom world. Yeah. yeah. Um, and try to keep everything together with, with her husband and everything like that. And life's a little more hard on them, isn't it? They seem to be struggling more than most, but but getting through it with their heads held high. Um, and then tragedy is bestowed when her husband and daughter are... Gunned down. Gunned down, yeah. Uh, and then the... At the fair. At the fair, yeah. And then the the murderers get away with it, and uh, she has a mental breakdown and then comes back two years later as a badass, doesn't she? Well, she gets she gets a arrested for contempt of court, doesn't she? Yeah. She's in the back of the van and she like, fucking fights her way out and just legs it and goes yeah. missing for ages. She, goes, she comes back badass. Um, the problem I have with Peppermint is it's, there's not enough... Badassery. Badassery, mm. <laughs> to start off. And it doesn't flesh out the character enough at all. Does yeah. it? Literally, there's points in it where she becomes a hero to this to Skid Row neighbourhood, doesn't she? Where by it becomes this big fucking hero, they have a big mural of, of, of her, and crime has gone down in that region to basically nothing because she's there as the protectress for it. But it, it doesn't actually build any of that up. No. There's nothing of that at all. It just kind of is. It's not even like a hugely short film, is it? I, not, it's not long, really. But... Yeah, one hundred and two minutes. Yeah, it, I feel like they could have. It feels like reading an article about some vigilante like character that's that's living in another city. Yeah. It doesn't actually feel like. Even the reason why it's called peppermint is, oh, right. Yeah. That's it. It's it's perfectly fine, but I can see why nobody speaks about it. 
I just I really wanted it to be better. Like the I trailer did. made it look really quite good. The trailer made it look like a film where I was going, I'm looking forward to Jennifer Garner had been a badass, fine with that. Yeah. But yeah, it didn't just with it. No, it, it, it a missed opportunity is yeah. what I would say there. That's a shame. It is, a, it is, yeah, it is an absolute shame with mm. it because I was, I, I, I was hoping that it was going to be like a little bit like going, all right, are we going to get like a little bit of a series of these peppermint movies? You know, not like big, massive fucking John Wick style, but like just arriving on um, Amazon Prime mm. and going like that. But yeah, no, we're not going to. I'm going to say that. We're not going to. There will not be a peppermint two. <laughs> there will not be a spearmint. Um, and then I'll let you, I'll you do this one. I'll, I'll, I'll chip in, but I'll let you take the lead on this one. Uh, yeah, so the the last one we watched was um, 2002 movie Highway, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Jared Leto, and Selma Blair. They John C. McKinley did as well. John C. McKinley with looking looking really peculiar in that wig. Ah, that's his real hair. Yeah, that's his real hair. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, Jared Leto is the god of fuck yes, and god of fuck. Um, sleeps with the wrong guy's wife who then has a reputation for getting his goons to break the feet of anyone who um, irks him. Yes. they, uh, Him and Jake Gyllenhaal go on, on the lam. <laughs> to run away to Seattle um, for unknown reasons at the, at this point. Um, turns out Jake Gyllenhaal wants to wants to go meet a girl. Um, as they are on their way, Kirk Cobain shoots himself, so they are planning to also go to the vigil that is being held. Yeah, I, I, Amazon Prime say, states that this movie is uh, two Las Vegas slackers gone uh, on a pilgrimage to the vigil of... Yeah, that's not what this movie is. No. They pick up Selma Blair along the way. She's getting hassled by some guy. And it's it's largely like a road trip movie, but also trying to keep out the way these goons. Yes. And there's a bit of, like, love story situation going on. Jake Gyllenhaal finds his girl, but she's gone from being this perfect thing in his brain to essentially low hanging fruit so he's no longer interested um yeah it's yeah it's just it's it's really really i really enjoyed it actually but it's there's not an awful lot to it plot wise once they get going on the road is there yeah no but i i actually really like that about it yeah um it it's it, it, it feels like the weird thing is it's set in 1994 and it feels like a movie that would have been made around 1994. Mm. Um, but it's not, it's made in 2002. And I had to keep on reminding myself that it was made in 2002 and not made in the mid-90s because it very much feels like that. J.J. is fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. He's really, really good, isn't it? it it's, um, it's very reminiscent of, like, Doom Generation, mm. uh, the Gregor Aki movie. Yeah. In, in that. But uh, yeah, it's I. I actually really, really, really enjoyed it, and um, I'm, I'm baffled. I, I think it's one of the movies where had it been released in the mid '90s, I'd have watched it loads. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was released in the early '90s, and it's it kind of passed me by. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it, it's I had a really, really good time with it. Um, it. It's it's both throwaway, but kind of has depth to it at the same time. Nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm very glad I've now watched it. Definite recommend. Yes, definitely recommend. Um, so we'll move on to uh, Serenity. My wife, my beautiful wife, she arranged this trip. And she sat up on the internet night after night, typing away to find the perfect boat to make this trip perfect because she wants it to be perfect, perfect for me. And myself, well, I'd say a son of a runs a bucket, same as any other. And I'd fly to some other island. But I don't got time. I only got two days. So, let's be here at seven. Just me, you, and the mother tuna. I already told you. It's not worth the risk. I'm not gonna do it. Please think about it, Mr. Dill. It's okay, honey. Every man has his price. Tomorrow at 7 a.m., I'm gonna be here. So should you. Uh, a neo-noir thriller, apparently. Um, directed by, uh, written and directed by Stephen Knight, uh, starring Matthew McConaughey, Anna Hathaway, Diane Lane, Jason Clark, Jeremy Strong, and Digimon Musada. Uh, again, he's, he's there. Um, so what happens in this? What happens in this? <laughs> Digimon Hinsano. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Matthew Conaghy plays Baker Dill. What the fuck, Mark? Like, Digimon Hansano. Take it by it. He is a, a fishing boat captain who is trying to catch a massive tuna. And then, then Anne Hathaway, a girl from his past, and his baby mama. Uh, Isn't it tuna called Freedom or Justice? justice. Um, his, his ex-wife, um, she arrives magnificently um, in the uh, little seaport town, uh, which I'm Plymouth Island. Just turns up in a bar now. Um, yeah, but the camera kind of like swings around the. Yeah, and there's, 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 little, uh, uh, there's, uh, there's even a little twinkle as well at the same time, um, <laughs> and says that uh, she is there and her husband, a new husband, is coming and he's a bastard and he wants, she wants him to take him out fishing and essentially just fucking lose him and for that privilege she will give him $10 million and then he can spend all of that trying to catch justice. <clears throat> yeah. Serenity. Ian, what did you think of Serenity? I really, really need to know why the boy imagined his dad fucking Diane Lane. Why was that built into the simulation? Why wouldn't you? That's the answer we're going with, yeah? That's 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 the that's that's the answer we are going with. I, I don't know that he did. I, I like to imagine that those those moments are sort of the, the the character's downtime, like when the computer's switched off a la, a la Rick Ralph. Ralph. Yeah. So, like, when he's fishing and when he's, like, jumping off the cliff and stuff, that's when the game's on. Yeah. But when the game's switched off... He's nailing Diane Lane. Fucking Dan Lane, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's in the bar. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I'd probably be fine with it as well, to be fair, but it doesn't mean, it. you know... Like... Just, I. The thing is, I admire that it's reaching for something. 
I don't know what the fuck that thing is, but it's trying. It, it you know, it's trying to do something. Is it successful at that thing? Fuck knows. <laughs> what we're saying is we are all spoilers all of the time, so we are going to discuss what happens uh, in it. But there is a big kind of twist. Is it a twist? Well, the thing is, reveal? the thing is, you first see the kid in the room, like five ten minutes into the film, and you see the reflection of like a. Like it of of the screen, it's like the sea and a boat and a kind of like a beachy kind of area. Yeah. So then, like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, right, okay, so these are characters in a game, then. But then, when the film, (laughs) yeah, but when the film reveals it that it's that that's the twist and it's kind of explaining it. It's like, right, I know that, but that's <laughs> fucking mental. <laughs> so it, it's like, it's the first film I can remember watching where the twist is both really, re- or the reveal is really obvious, but also fucking batshit. And yep. I, I mean, I, I I have to give it credit for that. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, like, Anne Hathaway knows exactly what fucking film she's in. Oh, yes. And, I mean, why? I, it, 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 I, I just, she, did they just want a holiday? Did, did all the cast just want a holiday? I don't know. But, just every time she called someone daddy, it was just, nah. I mean, I know what you're doing, but no. No. Yeah, you, you, that 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 made you. It was horrible. Yeah, you, it's not. You're not a fan of that, are you? No. Of that current little trend no. that's going around. No. no. Right in the air. But, but I mean, like Jason Clark, like just he's turned up to eleven in this, and I like it. it, it, it <laughs> yeah, I mean, like my word, that man, like uh, just a drunk belligerent asshole who gets turned on by Anne Hathaway calling him daddy. You know, I mean, like, to be fair, I could probably play that role if I had enough. Even then again, I didn't like the daddy bit, so maybe maybe that was tough. I don't know. <laughs> You'd be fine with it, then as soon as you go, ah, no. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I'd probably, like, oh, it's so weird. Stephen Knight would probably fire me because I just, like, every time she calls me daddy, I'd just, like, kind of, like, shiver, like... <laughs> I, 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 I mean, Matthew and Matthew McConaughey. Hathaway said it with the conviction of somebody who has done that in real life. Oh God, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, don't forget. Don't forget this one that when her first fiance was arrested for securities fraud, um, the thing that she requested back off the FBI was all of their sex tapes. Really? Yes, that is true. Yeah. Dirty bitch. I just I just I just want to say for the record that if that is true I if that's not true I did not say that it is true okay all right doubling down I appreciate that yeah absolutely true <laughs> absolutely 100% true um so yeah I 
just I I don't know. I mean, it's Mark Nip. Um, Ma- I mean Matthew McConaughey as well. Like he, he, it's weird. It's like sometimes he's in really interesting stuff, and sometimes he's in just stuff stuff where he just seems like he's given up. Um, and I'm I'm not entirely again. It just like, do you want to have a holiday for four weeks and fucking shoot this batshit piece of bobbins sure. in yeah yeah in mauritius yeah why not i it i don't know like just what the fuck that that's that's my one line review what the fuck bex what did you think well yeah very very similar to be honest but i think i maybe enjoyed it for what it was a bit more than ian maybe did it's I mean, it is. It, it's batshit. And the reveal, it doesn't entirely work. Because, again, you know, like you say, you, you're there, like, yeah, but why Why is he written his mum as, as calling this guy daddy? That's that's kind of creepy. And, and why is he... Why is he written his dad as banging Diane Lane and getting drunk in this bar? Also, um, his dad revenge fucks his mum in the bar. yeah. Yes, it, it, wreck it, Ralph. Um, but you know, there's bits like, and, and when he comes into the game, it's like if it was set like in the future and that was a thing that you could insert yourself into games, then you know maybe fine, or maybe it's supposed to be that he's using some kind of VR headset or or something. But you, there's an awful lot that's left for you to go. Oh well, maybe this could be that. Which you know, I don't entirely hate, but. I don't know. It's it's a really strange one. But I liked the like when when the rules is explaining about um, the the different games and stuff like the catch the fish game and here's a fish tracker and I really like those little bits like oh and yeah and there's another game called find the cat and then he's suddenly like oh that's where the fucking cat keeps wandering around everywhere. I like those like those little bits. The nods. The nods, yeah, yeah, to that kind of shitty game. About you, um, film of the I, year because because it, 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 it's it's more kind of my vibe. I, I like the fact that it, it sets out store that it knows exactly what it is very early on with the Anne Hathaway character introduction. Mm. I, I think if that had been if that hadn't have been so obvious that it, it knew what it was doing, I, I probably would have had a, a little a few kind of issues with it. Um, what I will say is. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the the kind of noir aspect to it, um, and the the sheer oddity of it. I don't think it's sleazy enough. Um, <laughs> I think sleazy for this, I, I I I think you could have upped the. It's supposed to be a computer game written by like a what eleven year old boy. Uh, can I can we refer back to the whole Wreck It Ralph outside lifestyle? I think they could have gone. A little bit sleazier with that, and I'd have I'd have liked that. But like you say, Becky, it's you know, I'm basically saying that I want something sleazier than and have to wear kind of one daddy. Uh, I, so, yeah. I am aware of that, but I'm 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 fine. I stick by that. Um, but yeah, I, I liked I, I I enjoyed it. Um, I could have done with spending more time in the the world before it becomes a computer world when it starts to lose its oeuvre a little bit after that. 
Fair enough. But I, I, had, I had a good time with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's... I think people who are having less of a good time with it are saying it's just shit and not missing the fact that the film knows exactly what it's doing. Mm. Yeah. And it's... Whether or not it should do what it does in terms of thing is a different matter, but it, it knows what it's doing and it, it, it kind of does own that shit and I, I like that about it. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's a... I'm definitely not shit on it. What's everyone else? I think this may have to be my first Geostorm. Is it? Are you Geostorm? I think so. I'm going Geostorm as well. You got this. This is a perfect Geostorm movie. Yeah. This, this is this is what Geostorm was invented for. Um, I'm not Geostorm on it because. For you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but our audience poll was definitely not shit. Seventeen percent. Touching cloth zero percent. Shit fifty percent. <laughs> and Geostorm. 33%. And I'm, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty, pretty accurate on, on that. Um, so, yeah. Um, right. Uh, I put our, our, our question for, um, for folks out there. Um, and our question of this week was, uh, which historical director would you like to bring into modern cinema to direct a comic book movie and based on which character? Um, so, no comment on this and said i've always been a huge fan of the comedic late 80s sensational she hunk she hunk she hulk run by john byrne and think someone like robert zemeckis or rob reiner in their prime could have really done justice sorry i won't be around for when you do these i just want to really like to answer uh rick uh kid at rick j kid um alfred hitchcock's rorschach uh yep i'm fine with that um john air emory afc um Stanley Kubrick's Fantastic Four. Tom, I'm stomach I was going to suggest Stanley Kubrick's Batman. Uh, I'd like to see a David Cronenberg Fantastic Four. Yes, I'd like to see that as well. It was a very good one, that one. Um, what else have we got? Um, Andrew Jones said Frank Capra the Punisher. Again, Frank Capra could actually do the Punisher because he did actually like some dark stuff in his movies. Have you guys got one for this? Don't some crappy directors. However, I do now want to watch Noel's Captain Miss Marvel Sex and the City situation that he was talking about. Would you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ian, have you got on for that one? Sam Peckinpah's Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, fucking hell, this is weird. What? That's really weird. What? Is Sam Peckinpah's Guardians of the Galaxy? Shut the yeah. fuck up, really. It fucking is, yeah. Because I'd like <laughs> to see that kind of Sam Peckinpah, that that nasty and fucking dirty Sam Peckinpah, done with that kind of Western space, Western yeah. part that Guardians of the Galaxy has. Yeah. Exactly right. Yep. <laughs> that was mine. That was literally the entire question came from because I thought it'd be really interesting <laughs> to see a, a Sam Peckinpah comic book movie and I thought right what best suits it well yeah it, it's Guardians of the Galaxy that's yeah well fucking hell there you go that's fucking cool that um, so yes um, and we have some more questions for two seconds um, trying to find them they're somewhere uh, Rick Kidd uh, at Rick Jekin uh, after the reveal of how Nick Fury lost his eye 
What other long-awaited revelations made you say, really? Everything in Prometheus. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very good answer. Bex? I don't know, I felt really disappointed going into Blade Runner 2049 thinking, oh, what have they been doing all these years? You know, Rachel and and Deckard, what what have they been doing with their lives? Fucking died. Yeah. yeah, that's a pretty good answer, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine them having this life on the run, this fugitive life, and it was all really exciting. Nah, fucking died. Could, could I, I have um, Star Wars The Last Jedi, but the the sheer audacity of, of Rio Johnson having it being, you're nobody, your person will be special, they were just drunk to Sylvia. <laughs> so, really? Fucking hell, Star Wars. Nice. It's a really, but I liked it. I don't think that's going to pan out that way, though. I don't think it's going to pan out that way it, 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 because I think they're going to try and retro, re, re, they're going to try and rewrite it. But I did like it within that movie, and it, 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 it feels like ages ago. That movie does feel like a long time ago. Yeah. Wait, when is the next one? When was it out? The next one's out like in a few months. Yeah, when was that one out? Um, not Christmas. Gone Christmas. That's oh. oh, too big of a gap. Is that they should have brought it out? solo. But yes, they should have brought it out at Christmas. They should have a Christmas one. It, it, it feels more Christmas. It's going to feel weird having it in the middle of the year. Ah, oh, right, that is the middle of the year, isn't it? What the new Star Wars? Yeah, no, it's Christmas. Is it? Oh, it is Christmas. Yeah, oh, no, right. they they fucked it with Solo last year, releasing that in the summer. So yeah, it's now back to Christmas. Solo, I think. Yes, but it wasn't. It wasn't sort of within that canon, was it? It's no, going but, backwards. But that's what they do. I know. One, they don't have one of the continual story ones every year. Mm. It's every two years. Too big of a gap. Well, yeah, fair enough. Uh, so that was that was the that was the only question we got there. Especially um, Marvel are throwing like thirty fucking years. Fucking three, yeah, yeah. Fucking dishing them out like motherfuckers. Uh, what we're we covering next week, guys? Um, Triple Frontier is is the big one. Um, yes. To be fair, there's a bit quiet at the cinema. I mean, with Captain Marvel this week, I suppose it always was going to be quiet. Um, Fucking like the prodigy that other supernatural oh, yeah. kid one is out. Um, can't say I'm super bothered about that. No, yeah. me neither. Um, what men want? No, no. And Ben is back. The uh, other kid gets addicted to drugs thing, like that beautiful boy one. Uh, Julia Roberts is in that so I think it's just going to be Triple Frontier to be fair sounds like it doesn't it yes yeah well I, I, I'm fine with that cool 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 yeah uh, but, well I, I'm very much fine with that because again that is very much Mark Nip Mark Nip yes indeed yes it is <laughs> burly men doing burly men things a lot of being in action I've got this bad feeling towards Ben Affleck at the moment. I don't know where it's coming from. I think it's from Batman. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna, I want to rewatch. Um, oh shit! What's it called? A most violent year. Is it most violent year? Really? Yeah, yeah man. You do need to rewatch that. I, I didn't get on with it, and I, I feel like I, I feel like I should have got on with it more, and maybe I just watched it in a wrong frame of mind. So I want to rewatch that to see to see how wrong I probably am. What's the relevance there? Like, it's Sinatra. Uh, so yeah, I want I, that's I'm gonna rewatch that this week as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh right, so that was episode two hundred and ninety. <laughs> <laughs> you are sick. <laughs> I am not.
not had a good one this week. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Episode 293 of Film Bastards. Thank you very much to uh, Noel for joining us. Thank you very much, Rebecca. You are very welcome. And thank you very much, Ian. Uh, and we shall speak to you next week, guys. Um, myself and Becky should have our um, Patreon show up hopefully later on this week, aren't we? What's it called, Becky? The show? I can't remember. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck's sake. It's called... I know I'm making you watch a, a Am I allowed to say what film? Uh, it, it, it's called I Fucking Hate You. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, it, the, the whole premise is we're going to pick every couple of weeks, we're going to pick a film that we know the other person hates that we like. So <laughs> I'm going to watch... I'm going to end up watching so many poorly fucking You're going to watch so much poorly show. It might as well be called like, the, the every only once a month poorly show season. Um, so yeah, you're making watch the first one, aren't you? I've given you that that honour. Yes. And uh, what we what what will we watch in the first episode? You are watching the second Silent Hill movie, which you can't even remember what the name is of. Sounds like Revelation. Retribution. Is it? Is it? I'm pretty, pretty sure it's Revelations. Pretty sure it's Revelations. <laughs> Is it? Well, I think it's Retribution. So fuck you guys. Uh, wasn't there a Resident Evil called Retribution? Yes, there was. Possibly. Probably. Revelation, you dick bag. We've got that on iTunes. We've got that on Steelbook. We've got it on Steelbook as well, and iTunes. We've <laughs> got both of them on Steelbook. The iTunes books. We do. Uh, yes, but the first one's on DVD Steelbook. It is. It's a nice-looking Steelbook. It is a nice-looking Steelbook. Yes, so thank you very much for listening, guys, uh, and we shall speak to you next week. Bye-bye. Oh, make me over. I'm all I want to be. I walk and study. Look at my face.